Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah we the that. mother, same mother and father. Oh, yeah, that's right. And we're known You're as the... You're in a photo I think I have on my fridge. When? Yeah. when? Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think we grew yeah. up together. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. We right. shared a room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go way back, mate. Yeah. yeah, we should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Brocast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books. We're talking professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Movies. Yes, we've covered quite a lot of movies with our compilations. We sit back here and we uh, we watch movies. And we do have a, give you, the wonderful people out there who listen to this, a our own sort of audio track. It also we give comes you an unwanted of, commentary. Yeah, you, you could just like I could simply just sit down and watch <laughs> a movie, but like oh, these guys are talking over it. I, I I can't enjoy this. And if you dig professional wrestling, we go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW. And if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor. And on Podknife, also check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast. That's B R O K A S T. ending. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Hey, hey, you there? Who? Me? Yes, you. What? Are you a wrestling fan? Yeah. And do you like podcasts? They're all right. Then look no further. I have got the perfect podcast for you. Well, what is it? It's called Why We Watch. It's a podcast by fans, for fans, about fans. Where can I find it? You can find this podcast on the Visionaries Wrestling Network, and it's available everywhere that you can find a podcast, including Spotify, Stitcher, and even Google Play. Hey, yo, Josh, let me get a little bit of reverb. Yeah. J. Will. Yeah, I'm about that lifestyle. I talk ring work, repping it all over. It's right on the T-shirt. Been for a lifetime. Yeah, that's a long pass. Figure I would show some love right on the podcast. Turn this up loud and make sure you don't do nothing else. Because if you're listening to us, then you're improving your health. My name is J. Will. Welcome to the show, yeah. Wrestle, flow, 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 yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I'm not going to keep going with that. This is Wrestling Reverb. I am Josh. Kevin is here also. How are you doing, Kevin? I'm all right. A little under the weather today, but you know what? I'm here doing it. I'm here grinding out this podcast with you guys. I'm not a hero. You know, I don't want anyone to treat me special. I just want you all to know that I'm, I'm, I'm doing this for you. And I'm extremely excited about today's show because we've got some guests. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, we'll start with uh with Levi today. How are you doing, Levi? Well, unlike Kevin, uh, I'll be your hero. Hi, guys. Uh, I'm back. You're back. You know who <laughs> else is back? It's Foul. Foul Original. How are you doing? I am I'm speaking to you from inside a cave in the middle of, like, I don't know, Afghanistan or something with the worst internet connection the world brought to you by the best internet company in the world, Tariq. 
So, uh, Fowls, if you haven't been following Fowl on uh, social media, he's having some internet issues. So, um, much respect to you today, Fowl, for fighting the good fight and showing up. I'm the true hero. Yeah. <laughs> You're all the heroes. Be I might be in another country, I'm the true hero. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, so uh, today we are looking at at Fastlane, we're going to give our thoughts and our predictions on what is going down this weekend. And um, it's a it's a little bit of a reunion as such. If you listen to our Elimination Chamber show, um, you know that it, it was a little bit of a shitstorm. In a good way. I mean, of course. Um, it was just nutty. Wow. And, wow. And, oh, man. That's how you feel about us, Josh. I know. And it, leave, we should just leave. Like, you should leave. Let's um, go. I'm living up to my name. Make like a tree at Levi. Oh, c- oh, come on, guys! Come on, stop the dang match. <laughs> that tree had a family. <laughs> oh, boys. Anyway, yes, it's a reunion of some sorts. What well, is a reunion? I guess we haven't talked to each other in. Well, not in the same room. We ain't in the same room, guys. Calm down. Um, but we are here on the same Skype call. So I guess it's a reunion of some kind. It's like a high school reunion. Reunited and it feels so good. Feels so good. Talking on the podcast like we should. Making predictions and keeping it real. Levi is the real heel, not me. Reunited and I'm here to say I'm gonna kick fouls but all the way. We're not here to talk wrestling, actually. I'm just kidding. I don't have any more spontaneous words. Reunited, hey, hey. I tried. <laughs> Brilliant. Good stuff, guys. We're already, well, we're six, th- four minutes in, and we're already singing, and I love it. So, um, if you just want to sing for the next hour, uh, I'll just mute myself, and you guys have a nice <laughs> little time. <laughs> That'll cost you extra. <laughs> the first wrestling reverb concert. Yeah, that's something you th- never thought you'd see. Mm, I'm stealing that idea. That's not yours. <laughs> Wrestling people unplugged. I like it. I like it. Oh, the acoustic version. Ooh. Oh, man. Mm. Raunchy. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. First and foremost, um, we'll start with uh, Kevin, who's a little, like he said, he's a little under the weather. So um, just he's going to do his best today for us. He's he's here, and that's all that matters. Kevin, how are you feeling going into Fastlane? Are you excited? I think I'm more excited for Fastlane than I was for Chamber. Um, again, we've talked about this, Josh. These pay-per-views in between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania are a little bit expendable, mm. a little bit sort of redundant, not necessary in the grand scheme of things, in all my opinion, your opinion. But with this card here for Fastlane, I'm I'm actually very excited. But I think it's a really good card. I think it's going to be a really good show, if maybe like an inconsequential show in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, Foul. Do you echo those points? Yeah, like the the card this time. Like I've got the card on my piece of paper and my crayons. But like the card is 
it looks really good maybe because i drew it well but it's it's a decent card like <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm really <laughs> no i'm really impressed with it like i'm happy to see oscars actually on the card defending the smackdown women's championship and yeah like i'm way more excited for this show on paper literally than i was for elimination chamber what about you levi what are you feeling oh my gosh i just couldn't disagree more uh, like I said on on the last prediction show, uh, I predicted that we would be in for a surprise. We would be su- pleasantly surprised by the show, and uh, I'd have to say we all were. I, I, you know, if y'all don't agree with me, say oh, I didn't like Elimination Chamber, but uh, otherwise, like I thought it was a freaking good show, and this is not going to be any different. Um, and one thing I particularly have loved seeing developing is uh the actual on-screen storyline played out of how we as fans have felt over the past several years Vince just overriding everything and changing what we want into what he wants and now it's an actual storyline where on you know he's taking smack the smackdown match or the raw match whatever with uh, ronda rousey just put charlotte in there fans don't want that they boo that and now they're doing that with uh, Kofi. Uh, he's like, oh, no, I'm not going to use Kofi. I'm going to use Kevin Owens. And I'm just, I love that they're playing up to that. So I'm really looking forward to what this card has to offer. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Um, they are doing that literally. So um, that's fun. Um, <clears throat> let's get started. We got the kickoff show. We've got Rey Mysterio and Andrade going one-on-one the next uh, chapter in their epic novel, I guess. Um, we'll start with Foul. Um, what's your thoughts going into this one, and who's taken the W? Well, in this beautiful telenova, I would like to say that um, Rey Mysterio has been like showing that he is still... He still got it. He's still. I saw him on five. I always talk about five star wrestling. I saw him on five star wrestling, and he hasn't lost a step. Um, and here, um, I'm thinking that Andrade is going to take the win, um, with Joe maybe getting involved, just hanging out ringside because Joe ain't got nothing to do that night. So I could see him hanging out on the, on the kickoff show. But either way, amazing match, Andrade to take the win. Mm, yes, Kevin, what are you feeling on this one? Well, I mean, we've seen it before, and it's not. It doesn't matter. It hardly matters that we've seen it before, honestly, because Rey Mysterio and Andrade have such a wicked chemistry with one another that any match they put on for us is going to be great. I wish it wasn't on the kickoff, but you know what? They'll have time on the kickoff if they're if given. They could be given time. They should be given time. And as for a winner, I actually think that um, just to further the feud a little bit, because Andrade's been on the uh, the winning end of this one the last couple times we saw it. I think Rey Mysterio is actually going to pick up the win here. Um, that's a good point. Foul makes Samoa Joe has nothing to do, but I do believe that Rey is going to win. We might see Joe after the match, but uh, that's that, those are my thoughts. I think Rey wins. Levi, what's your take? Uh, I side with Kevin a little more. Uh, I say between Andrade and Rey, uh, the winner uh, will be, who's that jumping out the sky? I mean... Uh, Just E-Y. for the sake of uh, <laughs> Mysterio, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think Ray will take the W. Um, and uh, just kind of uh, bouncing off uh, the last sentiment, 
one one thing I appreciated about the last pay per view was that uh, not everyone was doing something because I feel like us as fans can sometimes get accustomed to the feeling of why isn't so and so doing this or that, and not everyone needs to do something all the time. Sometimes it's better to let things just like simmer, and we can contemplate what the next move is going to be, and instead of just an oversaturation. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I I understand that. Um, like we've talked about before, well, at least me and Kevin have talked about before, um, about the fact that these pay-per-views are a little just whatever. But the advantage of that is that not necessarily everyone has to be on them. We're just getting to WrestleMania at this point. So it gives some other, you know, there's only, what, eight matches in total, including the kickoff match. It gives every match a chance to shine. Um... So that should be fun. Um, for this one, we're obviously going to get a very decent match going by their last few matches. Um, I'm on the side of foul. I think Andrade is the winner of this one. Um, I don't know if someone will be involved, but I just think Andrade's got this one. But nonetheless, it's going to be a really, really fun, fun match for the kickoff. It gives you a major excuse to tune in to the kickoff. So there's that. Um, moving on to the main card, uh, we got the Usos defending the SmackDown Tag Team Championships against the best tag team in the world, The Miz and Shane McMahon. And there's a lot of elements coming into this match. Of course, the fact that, number one, The Miz's dad is going to be there. Number two, we're in Cleveland, Ohio, which is the hometown of The Miz. Um, now, Levi, in our Elimination Chamber show you talked about how you've been loving this story you think it's been a fairly well told story so we'll start with you what do you still stand by that point do you think this is a really well done story and who do you think's um walking away with the tag team championships hey hey i didn't say love i oh. said uh i like it uh now that be fake news fake news I don't want those dirt sheets. Get out on me, brother. Ringsidenews.com. No. Uh, <laughs> Did you hear about this? Josh Barry's Levi on the Wrestling Reverb to his face. Val had this to say. Oh, I saw it on the show and it was bad. So, sorry, my British accent is terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it, it was actually, ho, 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 one is quite amused. <laughs> well, I hope when people like imitate me being, being from the South. Uh, people go, I think what? Just like really lay it on thick. I think that's so funny. So uh, <laughs> I can't get my fuck. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, side story. I say. I say. <laughs> not like Foghorn Leghorn. Gee. <laughs> um, um, if I may, for 10 seconds, uh, I work with a guy from New Zealand. Shout out, Zach. And um, he was doing his southern accent for like 10 minutes the other day. And I did. I had no idea. I'm like, wait, is that your southern accent? He's like, oh, yeah, mate. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Man. Oh. I just had a good laugh about it. It was so bad. He oh, sounded New like... Zealand. New Zealand. They're our neighbors. He actually, he actually sounded like uh, Tony Montana. I'm Dude. not going to lie. <laughs> just to give you an idea. But anyway, uh, but yeah, I, I dig I dig the storyline between uh, uh, Shane O'Miz or Miz O'Mac, uh, Easy Mac, Mac Cheese, uh, yeah. and what they're doing. Um, uh, and I, so Mrs. Dad is going to be there. I actually didn't know that. So that tells me, uh, you know, him being on again, 
uh, we're probably going to see some involvement. I think we're going to see a little little heel turn, which would lead me to believe that Usos uh, retain the titles and go on a feud with the Hardys. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, do you expect another good match out of the two teams? Uh, I expect a decent match. Uh, it's probably going to be more of a filler, F I L L E R, like f- filler match. Uh, but um, more than anything, I don't think it's going to be like a clinic. Um, cause Shane is limited, and uh, at this, that, and the other. But <laughs> throw uh, it all on Shane. I, Come on. <laughs> I, but I do believe that the segment as a whole, we don't know everything that's going to lie ahead. I expect them to lose and. Uh, Either Miz's dad to interfere, or the Miz just turns. Uh, either way, Shane McMahon is a—he's uh, going to be hurt by the time so. All right, Kevin. Um, you have taught—is it mm, Shane McMahon? You like seeing Shane wrestle. Um, do you? Are you for Miz and Shane potentially having a match at WrestleMania? Have you enjoyed this story? And um. Do you echo what Levi says? Is the Usos retaining? Is there a turn coming? So, first off, yes, I agree with Levi in that I believe the Usos retain. I believe Miz turns on Shane after the match. I've really enjoyed this story. Um, I know it's been sort of like polarizing. I know there's some people that really didn't like it, that some people don't like seeing Shane. But I don't know. Every time Shane's in the ring, he gives it his all. He does something crazy for you. I respect that. I like. I enjoy watching the man wrestle. Uh, the fact that the Miz's dad is at ringside and the fact that they're in Cleveland, that bo- those both lend themselves to the fact that Miz is probably going to eat the pin here and just get frustrated. Just because I feel like they love burying people in their hometowns. Yeah, that That's is so um, true. I totally forgot about that. That's yeah, true. it is. It is a WWE thing to do. If you're in your hometown, you're more than likely going to lose. It's just how it is. Oh, you're from here? <laughs> Eat this pen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it tastes like. It's locally produced. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yes, yes. Foul, take it away. What do you think is going down with this one? So, so yeah, like, I heard about that news, like, um, through a piece of paper that I read on the floor, because I don't have internet properly, but I read about that <laughs> bit of news about his dad being at the, uh, um, at the show. I didn't realize that they were in their hometown, though. That that does make me think that my, my prediction I've written down on this piece of paper with the crayons, um, Crayola brand, by the way. Um, of course. Peach. Peach. <laughs> but I... Uh, I, so I, I wrote down the Usos, and then I've drawn a small face. So I guess that means that the Miz is going to turn heel in that match. Um, and I assume that he will. I thought that what it might be is that his dad kind of he he, he eggs him on to turn heel, and it becomes like a family affair. Maybe Miz's dad goes one on one with Shane O'Mac at WrestleMania. Damn. I don't think that's going to happen. Damn. But I can see it. Miz, but, embrace the hate. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Yeah, nah, but in, in all seriousness, I think that I think that Miz, like, I like this story. Like, I have to agree with Kevin. I really, really like this story. This whole like Miz kind of trying to be a good guy. It's almost like the Tamatanga storyline. Like, he's trying to be a good guy and he's putting it out on the line and he's trying to be so nice to Shane. But every time that they lose, he's a bit like, ah, it's all right. We'll get him next time. But I can see this maybe being that turning point. 
And I would like to see him go one-on-one at WrestleMania now with the inbuilt storyline. Shane is crazy, and he will do something crazy. And he might this might be his last WrestleMania of doing crazy things. So I'd like to see it. And so in quite answer to the question, Usos win. Yeah. And go back to the penitentiary. <laughs> um, <laughs> Us- Usos are walking out tag team champions. I don't know if the turn necessarily takes place at Fastlane. I think it could take place on SmackDown. But nonetheless, he's turning and we're getting Miz and Shane at WrestleMania. Um, but I expect an okay match. Nothing too, like, crazy. It's just like uh, Levi said. It's just a filler. Um, but it, it, it would be fine. Um, it'll probably open the show, to be honest with you. It may not, but I, I think it probably will with Miz being in his hometown and the crowd will be firmly behind it. So, um, it'll be fun. Uh, moving along, we have the Raw Tag Team Championships. It's the Revival, defending against Alistair Black and Ricochet and Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. Um, I'm going to start on this one. So, the Revival have been Raw Tag Team Champions for like, I don't know, like what, three or four weeks? Something like that. Um, they have seamlessly lost most of their non-title matches, which is fine. It's not a not a big deal. Um, they lost to Alistair Black and Ricochet. Um, I don't know if they've had another match with Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. They were just kind of like, hey, we want a tag team title match as well. Um, and I guess WWE are still trying to learn how to book with no rematch clause, with the no rematch clause deal. Um, I don't know. But... All in all, this match will probably be really good because triple threat tag team matches with this level of talent, you can't really go wrong. Um, But this is the only match where I'm legit cannot decide who's winning. I don't know if Revival will retain to build something towards WrestleMania or if it's going to go with Alistair Black and Ricochet. Um, I really don't know. Um, Kevin, uh... Are you a little bit confused on what's happening here, or is it just me that's kind of just everywhere with this one? Well, as as they've been doing with the Raw Tag Team titles for a while now, I think the WWE is just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks, honestly. Mm. Um, yeah, this is a tough one to call. I, I'm going to go with the Revival retaining, because like, like you said, they've lost pretty much every non-title match they've had since winning the belts, and I, I don't believe that the WWE would book them that poorly for them to just win the belts and then lose every match, lose the championships, and that'd be it. I don't believe they're going to do them that, that dirty. So I think the Revival uh, re- retains actually here. I think it's going to be a good match. I think people are probably going to sleep on this match a little bit. I think people are thinking because the Raw Tag Team title scene is so bad, this match isn't going to be bad. Is that this match isn't going to be good, rather? But you have the Revival. You have two studs in Aleister Black and Ricochet. And Gable and Ruder are more than capable tag team. It's going to be a good match. Yeah. Um, I don't have... Yeah, like I said, I didn't have any doubt that the match will probably be really good. Um, Thal, um, what's your take on the Raw tag team title scene and, and, and this match in particular? Oh, I'm so excited for this match. This is one of my, like, you know, 
I'm looking at the card. This is one of my, oh, I can't wait. This is, I hope that this opens the show um, and it really sets the tone for the rest of the night and they try to kill it out there and just show why people, as Kevin, shouldn't be sleeping on the tag team division and world tag team division. It's getting better. And I think this is one of those exhibition matches where they show Vince why they're employed by Vince. Um, and I, I don't think that Ricochet and Alistair Black are going to walk out with the titles. I think that the Revival will hold on to it to maybe add some more weight to the... Because the World Tag Team titles are just like, you know, they're, they're, like a, they're like a baton in the race to, you know, nothing. Because nothing happens when you win the World Tag Team titles. But it might be nice instead of it being passed back and forth every single week a team to actually hold it that means something. Revival can build the Raw Tag Team division back up again. People like Alistair Black and Ricochet, they're not going to stay as a tag team for that much longer. I think they're just, they've created, got nothing for them, so they've thrown them into a tag team. Gable and Rude, I'm really excited for this match. I think that it will be one of the highlights of the night. Yeah, no, that's um, really fair And to we'll say. look back at it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a fun match. You just look at the... The people in it, and you know that it will be a really good match. Um, Levi, what's your take on this one? Is it is it the same as we've all kind of said? Is it, or are you just genuinely really excited for this? I'm sorry, guys. I'm sick to death of the revival. Um, <laughs> oh like, yeah, they, they won the tag titles. You know, hey, awesome, good job. Uh, I won't deny that they are very talented, and their matches can be entertaining when given the reins to that being said just uh i mean they said it best uh complain enough until you get rewarded for it or something like that along the lines of that like i remember uh, that. it's just a bunch of complaining and like oh boo we we don't get good matches and like i, I would be upset too but like just that mixed with like the lackluster story and like I don't care about the story and why are Ricochet and Black Alistair Black a tag team? Like I could not care less about this match. That being said, I think it'll be amazing if they are given the opportunity to go for a long period of time. And they should because it's probably gonna be over an over three hour pay per view. So yeah. Uh, say yeah. <laughs> that's my uh that's my ruthless aggression hot take. Well, that was um, great. Um, <laughs> that didn't mean to come across sarcastic, but it really did. Um, <laughs> oh, come on, Josh. You're shooting, shooting from the hip, brother. Hilton, Hilton, Hilton. <laughs> you sold out. You sold out. Oh, I bought in. Listen, I'm a baby Kevin, face. I'm, Kevin, I'm let this happen. Face. Come on, man. Exactly. Didn't Those are the ones they least expect to turn, the baby face. This is your Hogan Peel turn. Oh, my God. Imagine that. <gasps> Josh is the third man? Oh. <laughs> Who's the third man? <laughs> um. <laughs> You're lying if you say I'm not going to Photoshop this. This is happening. <laughs> oh, Kevin's man. J.J. Dillon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the shock master for some reason. I'm unrelated, you know. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I'm just fucking arse. <laughs> 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 okay well well moving on from that one um we have the smackdown women's championship match we've got oscar defending against mandy 
And um, we'll start oh with Fowl because I know Fowl loves Oscar. Um, Fowl, number one, I know you're going to talk a little bit about the fact that Oscar's defending the title on a pay-per-view. And um, who do you think's walking away with the title? Okay, if all is right in the world, Oscar has an hour-long Iron Woman match against every single female wrestler on the whole of the roster, beats all of them, and walks out SmackDown champ. Damn. But in her match against like I think that she's gonna she's gonna have to win this match because otherwise what has she done as champion other than become the Japanese social media correspondent? Because that's what she is yeah. in Japan. And that's what really angers me about it. They put the title on her so that she has a piece of jewelry when she's on TV. It's ridiculous. Like I really, really want to see this match. And I think that like it's a chance for her to actually defend the title like it's it's really strange what's happened with the smackdown women's division and i i'm really happy to see this match i'm kind of annoyed that it's happening because i feel that it's not going to be given that time um it's not going to be given a chance but oscar to win because i love that woman uh levi um the smackdown women's division is in a little bit of um I don't even know how. It's just, it's not given a lot of attention since Becky and Charlotte are doing other things. And I believe that it deserves way more attention than it gets because there's a lot of talent in there. Asuka's phenomenal. Um, But who do you think's walking away with this one? Um, Could we see a little bit of an upset from one Mandy? Um, Well, I say... (laughs) That GameCube. Sorry, I just wanted to make that joke. Um, uh, I think Mandy wins uh, because uh, reasons. Uh, because they got nothing going on, uh, and I would argue that they have a deep talent pool. Um, because who they who they got? Carmella, uh, Naomi. Naomi's talented. Just yeah. Kind of lackluster for me. Uh, Sonia Deville, no thank you. Uh, the, oh, 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 wait. <laughs> the Iconics are on there, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying are to get the shot. I see why you think it's deep. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to get angry on my own podcast, <laughs> Levi. <laughs> Uh, when you said that when you said that i was like wait a second (laughs) no it's okay all right those women are talented in their own rights just uh i think there's something missing and not enough momentum has been built for these ladies uh so it's not necessarily their fault um i will say that much uh but i think (laughs) i think i think we will be uh uh swerved i think mandy uh, whether there's Tom Foolery from Sonia Deville, if you don't know now you know. Um, we will see something, something afoot, and Oscar is losing that title, baby. Oh, Cal's oh, not gonna lie. <laughs> I love, I love Oscar. Oh my gosh, she is amazing. By far, my favorite women's wrestler in the whole company. Uh, but that being said, uh, something, something's got to happen. If she loses, I'll perform Hari Kari by eating several cakes. That'll show them. 
Damn. Exactly. I'll cry. I'll cry into my. I'll cry into my into my chocolate uh, chocolate ice cream. That chocolate chunk ice cream will. Oh, I'll cry on camera. Too bad. No the iconics aren't a pay per view. I'll, I'll drink uh, the Coca Cola. That'll show them. Oh. <laughs> For your information, I don't drink Coca Cola, so back off. Um. <laughs> what, what's the Australian uh, alternative? Oh no, uh, we have it here. It's just Coca Cola. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Uh, hel- uh, bravo, bravo! <laughs> I'm sorry. I love regional humor. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, good day, Kevin. Who's your take on this one, Sheila? <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh... <laughs> you went full Australian. I love it. Sheila. <laughs> uh... All right. All right, read it in here. <laughs> what? Who I knows stuff in your else? country, Kevin? What has happened over in America? <laughs> wait, 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 Kevin, are you from the Northeast by chance? I am from the Northeast. Okay, I definitely picked up on the accent. So uh, don't don't worry, Josh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw some hot dogs. Don't worry, no one is safe. <laughs> Okay, Kevin, what do you think's happening at, at um, whatever the hell we're talking about? What is this? <laughs> I just... Uh, oh, my God. Um, uh, let, me, let me gather myself. I, I think that sweat. Oscar retains. I think that it's going to be short. I don't think it's they're going to give much time to it. I think SmackDown's... Women's division is in a state of flux right now because Becky and Charlotte were the ones they paid all the attention to, and now they're doing other things on Raw. So now I don't think they know what to do with the talent they have, and they do have some talented women over there. I'm not saying they don't. I just don't think they have any clue how to handle them. So I think so. I think they're just going to keep the belt on Oscar for now and probably keep it on her for a little while. Um, I I just don't see Mandy Rose winning the belt here. Mm. Well, um, everyone knows how much I love Mandy Rose. I am a Mandy Rose stan, if you will. Um, but Standy Rose. Oh. Oscar's retaining in this one as much as I don't want her to. I'm sorry, foul. I love Oscar, but I just love Mandy more. But, like Kevin said, unfortunately, I don't think this match is going to get a whole lot of time. Um, I honestly could almost see Oscar running through Mandy fairly quickly, um, which is a shame because, I mean, Oscar deserves to have... She is the type of talent that can... Anyone that's not on her level, she can bring them up. That's that's my take on Oscar. Oscar's very good at working with everybody to make them look a hundred bucks. But um, I think Oscar's going to retain in a fairly quick manner. Um, but anyway, moving on, we have we have a, a little bit. We have a reunion. It's not as big as our reunion, but I mean, it's I guess it's okay. Um, the Shield. Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and Seth Rollins, if you didn't know who the, it was in the Shield, um, is taking on um, a little team I like to call DLC, uh, Drew McIntyre. <laughs> they're, just, they're, just, they're, so, they're just so redundant and just whatever. 
Um, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, and Bobby Lashley. Um, let's start with Foul. Um, the Shield reunion, first and foremost. Has it happened just too many times? Is this just a thing of Dean maybe leaving? Let's do this again. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and who's winning this match? It really shouldn't be a question, I don't think. But who do you think is going away with the win? Okay, so first of all, DLC. Oh my god, it's beautiful. Yeah, they, they, we pay. We we get them in. The, we don't want them in the main game. We pay for them, and then we don't really want to play with them afterwards. It's great. <laughs> um, right. So, uh, so yeah, I, I put some notes in here um, in my on my paper, my crayons, and I put. Um, where are they? Oh wait, it's on the back of this page. Right. So, uh, of course, so I've written. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't have enough time. To, I had to draw a picture of the shield. I had to draw a picture of like shield. Anyway, um, the shield, the shield with Reigns getting the pin on Lashley. So I think that the shield is going to win. Um, Reigns is obviously going to be the winner of this match. Um, you no, know, and I don't look at it in a. I, I said this many times. I wasn't the biggest Roman Reigns fan. Yeah, I'm a big Joe fan. Yeah, I'm a big Joe Annoy fan. So to me, I I can separate the two. And as a character, not amazingly happy that he's back. But this reunion, as you were saying, reunion, it has been done too many times. Like, way too many times. It doesn't feel special anymore. I knew that the reunion was happening when this three-man team just appeared out of nowhere. Um, it was at Elimination Chamber when they did the big... Was it They knocked out Braun Strowman at Elimination Chamber, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so... I remember looking, I was like, well, I guess we're getting the shield that soon. Because what other three-man tag team have we got out there that could defeat them? And from just a pure like fan point of view, yeah, I'm happy that Roman Reigns is back. Yeah, I'm happy that he's going to get a match, which he can be well-protected in, so he doesn't have to take the brunt of it. I'm very happy about that. But it's weren't they already doing this like with the hands of or the dogs of war about a year ago isn't this just the same storyline but with like interchangeable pieces mm. honestly so. um, yeah it's just to me that i i don't know there's something about this that doesn't seem and i'm just not i guess i'm just not excited about it i don't know why i'm glad that roman's back yeah. i'm glad that he's healthy and whatever it may be, but just, I don't know, the shield, I don't know, the shield doesn't do it for me. I don't know, it's just a personal thing, I guess. Um, Levi, um, the shield's comeback, um, are you excited for it? Uh, I've seen the shield come back too many times. Um, Everyone's turned and made up too many times for me to care. Uh, my conundrum is DLC takes out. <laughs> sorry, it's a funny name. Uh, they take out. They take out Braun Strowman. So, in order for Braun Strowman to get retribution, he does nothing. Um, is, is he injured right now? Like, did I miss something? No, he was uh, on he Raw. Just... He was on Raw. They um, he was in a six-man tag <clears throat> with with um. Finn and Kurt Angle, and they fought DLC, and they lost, and then they got beat up. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Good. Good gosh. Yep. How Braun has fallen, man. Ah, uh, so obviously the Shield win, or or 
they could swerve us in uh, I bring the darkness I... he wins who knows I don't I'm not a booker I'm just a fantasy booker but <laughs> D- uh, DLC is taking the, the big L baby there's an L in their name for a reason um, <laughs> Kevin um, what's your take on the Shields comeback and what is going down in this match uh, it's sad that we've gotten to this point, but I agree with everyone, and I'm probably going to take it a step further. So I don't care about this at all. I really don't. I don't think that – I think they've just soured, soured me on the shield by literally making it a point where every time they're on the same alignment face heel-wise, they're a team. Like, it, it doesn't feel special anymore. You know, they, they reunited and ununited and reunited so many times and – just the last like year or two that I really just, I, I don't, I don't care. And I hate the other, t- I hate Corbin. I hate, I don't hate McIntyre, but he doesn't like do it for me the way he does for some people. And I hate Lashley. I just want them to go away or at least be as far from each other as they could be. I don't mind them. One on one. That's fine. I'll take, I'll take any of those three guys, Corbin, McIntyre and Lashley on their own, and I'll deal with them, and they're just good heels that way. But this, this, I'm sick of seeing this this team. I'm sick of seeing this team. Hopefully the Shield could just destroy them, absolutely just put them away on Sunday, and we'll never have to see them again. Yeah. I have a question. How that, that's why you never do the pre-order. That's why you never get the season pass, because then you can pick and choose what DLC you want. <laughs> I have a question. How in kayfabe did they rectify Dean and... Roman situation where Dean was like, "Oh, Roman's got to answer to cancer. He's got to answer the man upstairs." Like, they are they not... just co- are they just cool? Mm, they yeah. had like a head yeah. nod the other day. They had yeah. like this weird head nod, like Negative. Reigns and Seth Rollins. And they were like, "Oh well, who else but Ambrose?" Basically, <laughs> like, like Dad Gun between between 2014 to present day, we've seen the Shield reform. Uh, Three, yeah, two or three times, and uh, first of all, that's way too many, and su- especially such a short amount of time, and for it to be so drastic. Roman announces cancer. Dean turns heel. Wow, perfect heel turn, right? But it means nothing. It means nothing because they're so inconsistent, and I just, I just don't care. And the same thing happened to Braun Strowman. Braun does these miraculous feats every week, and then on pay per view loses. No one cares about Braun Strowman anymore. Like, you know, you go on and on. Inconsistent booking is the killer. And so I don't expect this Shield uh, reformation to last uh, at all. It's just kind of like, you know, protecting Roman until he can branch out on his own again. But, my gosh. Uh, I Yeah, like Kevin, I don't care at all. Yeah, no, I'm not um, that into this. Um, I think that it's pretty obvious the Shield are going to win. Um, uh, I don't know where we go after this, and to be honest, I'm not. I don't mean to sound like a little uh, complainer, but I don't really care that much. Um, we know what Seth's doing, and yep, that's really about it. Um, whatever happens after yeah, that, I was whatever. But I was going to say. Do you, do you feel that, like, the one thing that the Shield really, really does is it kills any momentum the individuals have dead straight away? I think so. And, like, I hate that. Yeah, I hate that they bring them back together for this cheap little nostalgia pop that lasts not even a week. 
it's like 15 minutes and then everyone's like oh and when they break up again it's like oh well they have to reset like it happened to dean so many times he's never been able to be himself he's always been oh well i'm just waiting for my buddies to turn back up so i can join the shield again but that's constantly been like like deal seth rollins has lost more out of this than the rest of them because he was he's the guy and it doesn't make any sense that they keep reforming them if it's just for t-shirt sales that's stupid like because you'd make more giving it some time yeah honestly um do you all think this is this shield reunion this time is very much short term or do you think we'll see it over the next few weeks um, leading into WrestleMania? I understand Seth's fighting Brock, but I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean the Shield would have to be um, separated. But do you think this is just something t- to get them on Fastlane and then move along? Um, I'll go around Levi. Do you think they're just this is just short-term? Uh, short-term in the sense that we'll see them around for the next few weeks. Uh, after WrestleMania, probably going to be an afterthought. Yeah, uh, Kevin, what's your take on that one? Yeah, I think that they they run through WrestleMania and that's it. Because uh, we, you know, Ambrose is he leaving? Is he not leaving? We don't really. It's all up in the air. I think he's going. I don't think they'll be around. I, I think they're gonna just move on to bigger and better things after that. I'd be cool with seeing like the Shield standing tall to end Wrestle. Well, they won't be the main event, but if they help out, if they help out Rollins beat Lesnar, I'd be fine with that. Just let them have like one more moment. I just wish that moment was not coming at fast lane because it, it seems kind of rushed. Yeah. That's why they call it fast lane, baby. Um, now, is this short term or is this something that's going to build for a little bit longer? Um, I think that I was saying earlier on, yeah, like hard shot. This could be the pit stop now on the way to WrestleMania. Like, it, it's just silly. It's silly. Like, why do it here? If you're going to do it, do it at WrestleMania. I, I, I kind of agree what Kevin says to have that, maybe that final visual. I think Ambrose is leaving. To have that final visual, all three in the ring, you know, fist pump, and then that's it. They all go their own separate ways. Maybe Reigns goes back and has some more chance to kind of go back to the like mid-card and kind of work his way back up. And Rollins goes on as champ, and Ambrose just rides off to the sunset. Maybe that could be their their curtain call. Um, but yeah, I'm, why at Fastlane? Why? Yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> um, ugh, I, let's just move along to what um, I know that all of us four will agree that it is our main event because the Boston Hug Connection are defending <laughs> against Nia Jax. <laughs> And the greatest, not women's wrestler, the greatest professional wrestler ever, full stop. The one and only Tamina is getting another chance on pay-per-view, and she is going to single-handedly claim those women's tag team championships. I hear Nia Jax isn't even going to show up because she can't live up to Tamina. So, Kevin, we'll start with you. Why is Tamina winning this match? No, I hear Nia Jax isn't going to show up because Tamina is being so gracious that she offered to win the titles by herself and give Nia Jax the night off. That's a real thing. See, not just a great professional wrestler, a great human being. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, (laughs) Anyway, on a serious note, why are the Boston Hug Connection retaining? (laughs) Because why why wouldn't they? 
I mean, not, this is just Because to me, they're disappointed with Tuesday nights. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a, a stop for them, honestly, on the road to WrestleMania, not to be corny or anything. But uh, Bailey and Sasha, they, with all that, you know, all the build to the tag titles and how, you know, how big a moment it was for them to win them, I can't see them losing it like three weeks later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kev, I will ask you this. How did you feel about Tamina beating Sasha Banks on Raw this week? Well, you know, it was just, you know, par for the course. I, I expected it to happen because who hasn't Tamina beaten? Mm, I mean, <laughs> well, pretty much everyone. Um, uh, Levi, um, <laughs> ooh, do you, are you agreeing with Kevin? Is there any reason that the Boston Hug connection as much as I hate that name, would lose this one. Well, um, <clears throat> uh, first of all, that's Mina, Hall of Fame career. Um, today, Jushin Thunder Liger announced that he'll be retiring in 2020. And uh, that news was not as significant as knowing that Tamina will be in the elimination. Right, right. Uh, so, um, um, all I got to say is uh, standing in the Hall of Fame. Ooh, and the world's going to know your name. Um, so, uh, sh- shout out to OSW Review right there. Jibba Jibba Hall of Fame. No. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a foregone conclusion. Um, Boston Hug Connection, worst name possible, but pretty solid tag team. Um, they they will retain, and um, at this point, I think just Nia Jax is there to eat the pinfall. Um, <clears throat> uh, and I guess it's ever since, or even before, uh, the whole thing with Becky Lynch went down. Uh, she's done nothing but job in the big one. Um, so maybe this is, and I'm, I'm, I swear I'm not joking when I say this, but maybe this is all slowly leading to her um, going to NXT for a little bit. That's just speculation on my part. Uh, but uh, I would I would love to see it. I would love to see Nia get better. Uh, so uh, I could be gloriously wrong when I say that, but, uh, you know, after all these losses and, this, that, and the other. Who knows? Maybe maybe that's what this is all leading to. Hmm. Hmm. Foul. Hmm. I, don't, I don't know why hmm. I went so high-pitched then, but anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't know why either. Oh, yes! Oh, yes! Undertaker! <laughs> I don't know. Damn. That was pretty good. Kane's <laughs> <laughs> live Undertaker. Kane has more power than you do. Oh, damn. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, God. <laughs> Whoa. Paul, is that you? Uh, no. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, foul. Um... Are you this on the same page as everyone here? No, I don't think I'm reading the same book as you guys, but like uh, that might just be regional differences. However, like uh, <laughs> we put use in our words, god damn it. 
Actually, I think you will put U's in your words as well, Josh. I Wait do, a second. yes. Like, like colour. Colour is with yes. a U. Yes, exactly. So screw you, Americans. Without yeah. the U. Like, <laughs> you don't even need the U. USA, 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 <laughs> oh, USA. Oh wait, no wait, you USA. Okay, I lost one of with this. L O U S. Now I know my ABCs. Won't you come at K I S S I N G? Oh. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. So, like this match. I'm I'm waiting to see our queen and saviour, Nia Jax, with sweet, sweet moonsault she's going to perform um, directly onto the Boston Hog Connection, beat both women and run roughshod over the men's division, probably insert herself into the Raw Tag Team Titles match and just win that. Well, anyone else but, um, does, so, you know. Oh, shoot. I saw that. I saw her do that, actually, on uh, twitch.com forward slash wrestling reverb. I oh. saw that. <laughs> I saw that happen. I was playing the two K nineteen yesterday, and I was Nia Jax fighting Maria Kanellis, and she keep like Maria kept beating me, and I was like Nia, do something. I was getting real pissed. <laughs> I was like Maria Kanellis <laughs> with your overall of sixty six. Get out of here! I was like, <laughs> she kept hitting me with her uh, bulldog finisher, and I was like, "Get away!" And then she did a backslide. I'm like, "How would you even do that to Nia Jax?" <laughs> anyway, I digress. That's, that's a great question. Uh, like, is a backslide on Nia Jax the equivalent of going to like Space Mountain? <laughs> oh, <laughs> what the female equivalent? Because she's so tall. You see how tall, goddamn Nia Jax is. I would like. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculously tall. She 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 towers over most men. Like I look at I would I would look at her. Like anyway, anyway. I'm digressing. I was just thinking about the Enzo more <laughs> romance angle. How would that work logistically? But um oh. but yeah, so uh, anyway. Nia Jackson Tamina Snooker. Amazing you know, future Hall of Fame tag teams. Um probably gonna hold that tag team title division. They can defend it on NXT, injure some people there. Defend it on SmackDown, interesting people there. Defend it on Raw, interesting people there. Go to main event and, you know, find some people free. there. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of going with the Boston Hook connection to win. Yes, yeah, stupid name. But I, I don't want them to lose it. You need to add some legitimacy to this tag team championship. You need it to be defended by people who can produce good matches. And I'd like to see Nia Jax go down to... <laughs> I was going to say hell, no. I'd like to see her go down to <laughs> developmental. because No, because she needs it. Yeah, she does need it. And that's not saying anything about the, like, the person. She needs it. And, you know, I wouldn't... And it's not because she's unsafe or anything. We know that Tamina is able to break pushes. But Nia Jax doesn't even know what she's breaking sometimes because she's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's sort of weird, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. Because, like, it, it just it boggles the mind sometimes. Um, but she doesn't know. She's been she's given. <laughs> yeah, because she doesn't. Like, she, the bull she in the China shop. There's your new gimmick. Man. No, but at least the China, the bull knows it's in a china shop and knows to like go after the china. Like it will specifically attack the china, but attack the shopkeeper or start hitting the walls or something. yeah. It will go the specific action that the bull goes in the china shop and wants to carry out. It start knocking down plates. Yeah, 
Greeks, most of the Bills. But, like, um, yeah. At least like, the I, bull has direction. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, that's the problem, is that Nia Jax got out of there. She's she, she really, she really excited. So, like, sometimes she looks really impressive, yeah. And sometimes I watch her in a match. Like, those two things are mutually exclusive. And so, like, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to just rip on her because everyone else does. But, like, <laughs> the point is, <laughs> this point, the point is, <laughs> I'm trying to be seriously critical of her, yeah. But that's not hard. And that's the problem. Like, it's just, you have to look. You take the good with the smooth, you take the bad with the good, and then you got Nia Jax. And then that's no, neither of all these things. <laughs> So, conclusion, Boss and Hug Connection win. Hopeful that Nia Jax just, you know, behaves herself. And Tamina is just Tamina. It's just Tamina, isn't it? Like, we won't even notice she's there. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm the same. Boss and Hug Connection are going to win. Um, our all and mighty Tamina will hit the world's shittiest Samoan splash. Oh, Superfly Splash, whatever the hell you call it. I don't know what they call it. She just falls off the top rope. She falls off the top rope, lands on her feet, and then they'll go over. No, um, Boston Hug Connection, it'll probably be... I don't... I don't care. Um, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I, I just... Whatever. Just Thank wherever we're going to... Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, wow. Was that was that me? Was that Ariana Grande? <laughs> thank you. That's thank. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I was supposed to be honest. Oh. Really, didn't really go as hope. How nineties of you? Um. How very nineties of you? Yeah. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Um. Is that yeah, it's like rain. Yeah, her. Um, okay. Um, it's like rain. <laughs> <not away>. <laughs> <laughs> that girl. Um, next we have. Yeah, the... What does some Undertaker? <laughs> How did we get to Alanis Morissette? Like. What is happening? That's a great question. It's a great question, but she is God. She's God. Haven't you been watching this universe? Like, she is God. She is actually God. You know, boop. That's the meaning of life. Boop. Oh, okay. All right. Next, we have. (laughs) We need to save the world on this one. Um, Daniel Bryan is defending against a fellow Kevin. Kevin, you've got a fellow Kevin in this match. How do you feel about oh, Kevin yeah. representing Kevins all around the world? I couldn't have picked a more uh, worthy can, a worthy bearer of the name Kevin. Uh, I love Kevin Owens. Huge fan. So happy to see him back. And I'm happy to see him as a face. I, I've always wanted to see it. I know he's such a great heel, but I, I just kind of wanted to see what he could do on the other side of the fence. And he's done pretty good work so far and you know the limited time he's been back 
Uh, I just don't see him winning the belt here. I, I see him losing via some sort of Eric Rowan distraction or Rowan distraction. Maybe they cut his first name. But I saw, he's going to lose. Owens is going to lose, but in a way to keep him in the title picture for WrestleMania because I think they're going to go with the multi-man match there now. Um, okay, Kevin, um, here's a question for you. Do you think you're a better Kevin than Kevin Owens? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why, was, was that even a question, or is that just like, would you just... Damn, I that, love that that's, confidence. That's, that's silly. That was a silly question. See, yes, when, I was, was it, when I was deciding a co-host, it was between you and Kevin Owens, and I was like, I've got to go with the better Kevin. And, you know, yeah. Kevin... Well, you made the right choice. Yeah, yeah sure. well, obviously, with confidence like that. Confidence is key, and um, I guess you're the, clearly the superior Kevin. Would you say that if you were in this match, Kevin, you would beat Daniel Bryan and Rowan? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I bring. <laughs> I bring. I would. I would bring my own seven foot tall friend. I don't have one, but I could find one. Uh, it can't be that hard. If Daniel Bryan could go into the woods and find Rowan, I could dig up somebody. And he's a vegan. And, and you know. Uh, he's, that's a ah, yeah, that's the thing. I would, I would, that's how I would beat Daniel Bryan is with me. I would just slap him over, <laughs> slap him in the face with a nice ribeye until he submits. Huh. There you go. That sounds amazing. Wow. I'm back. Damn. All right. Well, uh, Levi, good luck following that one. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> well, you know something, dude. Uh, <clears throat> uh Yeah. No, no better, no better Kev Testant than uh, Kevin Owens to uh, to represent all Kevins everywhere. Uh, as as a Levi, I can't truly relate, but uh, uh, Kevin Owens, he's a stand up Kevin, uh, not like that Kevin Nash who just goes tearing his quad. Obligatory Kevin Nash quad joke. Um, look at the adjective. Look at the adjective. Tear. <laughs> <laughs> The only, the only stand-up comedian can't stand up for longer than one match. Diesel! Diesel! And, you know, Michael Cole says, Diesel! It's like, shut up! Anyway, go on. Oh my. <laughs> uh, this is the match I have the most interest in. It's the one I'm most looking forward to because there are so many factors here. Uh, one of the top ones being, how does the New Day fit in here? How, do, how does Kofi get involved? Because I think we're going to see some sort of uh, shenanigans with him. Um, I think there may be some interference with uh, Rowan, perhaps. Uh, I, I just can't see this match being clean or, or decisive. Uh, that being said, um, more than... All of that, though, uh, the character of Kevin Owens right now, because uh, I'm not genuinely sold that he's a face. Um, now, he's pa- he's pandering to the crowd we've seen. He's like, oh, these people. But you can kind of tell. I don't know if this this imitates real life or otherwise, but you can kind of tell in those promos, or at least this is my opinion anyway, Kevin Owens wasn't feeling what he was saying. I don't know if that's attributed to him being a heel the past several years or if it's just a layer of his character that he's trying to project on TV because when he came out last week or so and signed the contract, there was just this aura of like, oh man, he doesn't want to do this, but he will do it because it's what's best for his family. That's been his character the entire time. 
uh, that he's a prize fighter and he wants to make the most money to support his family. Um, so I'm so intrigued with Kevin Owens' character right now. Uh, is he truly a good guy or is he just doing what's best for his family? Does he not care? Where will this go? I'm so interested. Yeah, um, the story has been really good for everything, and to your point, who knows if Kevin, where Kevin's alignment is. We're not really sure. But, um, Fowl, have you been enjoying this kind of story with Kofi, Kevin Owens, and Brian, and all the elements that are in this, and um, who do you think's walking out with the title? Um... Well, yeah, I, I briefly lost internet there because um, a rock probably went over the house. Not the rock, because if that happened... You if know, you smell. Yeah, what the planes around here are doing. It's ridiculous. I don't know what kind of fuel they've been giving them, but it's just ridiculous exhaust fumes. But um, I don't know. I, I, I put down that D. Brian's going to win. I put D. Brad um, because I like the story. I really like the story. I like that Daniel Bryan has is such a good heel. He's such a good heel. Like it, I don't think people give him enough credit for that. And he's he's been able to take the crowd support and totally turn it on his head. And I do see that. I thought that we were going to get someone turn up to the street, veg society, join them, um, <laughs> elimination chamber. Bringing it back, bringing it back. But like, I I think that more than likely we're going to see potentially. I think a clean victory. I think Daniel Bryan will be in clean. Will beat Kevin Owens clean. But I still feel like I kind of agree to what the points you guys are making about Kofi and maybe the New Day getting involved because the story has been that we wanted to see Kofi versus um, Daniel Bryan, and it's been taken away from us. And that is the story, isn't it? That these are things being taken away from us. So maybe we have Daniel Bryan decisive victory over Kevin Owens. There are no rematches. So this could be then Kofi saying, well, hey, what about me? What about what about Raven. Kofi? What about, yeah, what about Raven? Uh, what about Kofi, man? Like, I, I feel so much for Kofi because he's managed to reach so many peaks in his career to have it pulled away from him due to something else happening. And if that was his only push, and I read something that he put on Twitter. I don't know how much of it was in kayfabe and how much of it was Kofi, but he spoke about in this like twit longer about how he, he always gets these opportunities and they're taken away from him. And he thought this was going to be the one and he hates that it's been taken away. Maybe that's to add in to maybe it, Kevin Owens heel turn because I totally agree with um, with Levi as well. It doesn't feel like he's into it. Like it feels like he's just waiting to go. Aha! I fooled you all. Like I could just see him <laughs> doing it, and that's kind of what I predicted in the first place that you'd get Kevin Owens turn up and he'd be all nice for about a week or two, and then he'd just be like, "I, I told you, I told you." But I don't want to see him align himself with Daniel Bryan. I don't think that works. Um, and I think I see Daniel Bryan as a pure heel now. Like, there is no gray area with him. And Kevin Owens is a little bit more. He can. He's he's tweener. Like, and he can play both sides of that very very well. Yeah. No. Um. Couldn't agree more. Um. Kevin Owens is definitely in that weird area, that tweener <clears throat> like area. 
Um, I think Brian is walking out the champion. There's going to be some kind of involvement with Kofi and Rowan and just all the, the factors that um, come into this one. But to be honest, like this match will probably be really good. Um, like Levi said, he is very interested in this match. I am too. In just the match itself, um, I do think it's going to be a really decent match. As we head towards WrestleMania, we'll see where everyone kind of plays into this, um, into this, into the WWE Championship picture. Um, but moving on to what will probably be the main event of the show. I, I could be wrong in saying that, but, um... Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch. If Becky Lynch wins, the Raw Women's Championship match at WrestleMania becomes a triple threat. And if Charlotte wins, it stays one-on-one. Before we start talking about the match, let's talk about Ronda Rousey. So, um, in... I don't know if a lot of people were genuinely expecting this. I was a little bit on the fence, but... Ronda Rousey seemed to seemingly turn heel on Raw this week with a um a promo and the beatdown of Becky and um with everything that's been going on with Ronda and Becky with all the Twitter stuff and you know you know saying it's fake and and whatever has been going on um are you enjoying this side of Ronda Rousey um Kevin start with you um are you into this with Ronda, or are you? Where is your head playing with Ronda at the moment? It makes sense for her to be more to 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 sort of turn like the way she did on uh, on Monday night. It just makes sense. It's more natural for her to be like that. She cut a better promo on Monday than she had in months. You know, I think she's doing the right. I think they're doing the right thing by her. I think she needed to look dominant on Monday, and she did. Now, yeah, now I'm just, I'm looking forward to seeing where she fits into this match on Sunday and how this whole story is going to play out because they've added another little wrinkle now with turning Rousey and I'm, I'm all, I'm all here for it. Yeah. Um, foul. What's your take on Ronda? Are you enjoying seeing this side of her? I'm enjoying seeing her actually show some real emotion. Like, like I feel like this is her. This is her more. This is the Ronda Rousey we expected to see when she came in. You know, baddest woman on the planet. She doesn't care. She just wants to hold. She wants to beat people up. But that's what she should have been brought in to begin with. I think the whole like smiley face thing was a bad idea because all it's meant is that we saw her get better, but we didn't like her. And now that she's got better, she's able to being a heel i think that she could have played that naturally i like this addition to the story my my whole thing about ronda rousey is that i i think that she is a natural performer and she has taken to this sport like i've not seen anyone before um in my very short lifetime i've never seen someone outside of the sport take to it that fast and be so in tune with what the fans and she's a wrestling fan herself um, but this particular version of Rousey, um, I, I'm not totally sold on it yet, but I like that they're at least trying something different. Yeah. Um, Levi, what's, where's your head at with this one? Because, uh, I've seen a lot of opinions that are just 
it's very in the middle with everybody. It's a little bit of everything with um, their take on Ronda. I don't feel strongly one way or the other. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I, I like it. Um, I think it adds uh, more depth to Rhonda's character, uh, something that she desperately needed at this point. Uh, especially going into WrestleMania, uh, this adds like a oh, like a Rhonda's really dangerous factor. Like we all knew. On issues dangerous, like you know, ripping through everybody, but now she may hurt somebody. She may legitimately break some bones and some, tear some booty up. But uh, uh, I, this has made me even more interested in the match. Um, and uh, I mean, I think it's a foregone conclusion that Becky will walk away uh, the winner, so that she can be included in the match. Uh, however. I don't want to say that too decidedly because we may see some shenanigans. Uh, kind of like, uh, I hate this comparison, but uh, it's the first one that came to my head. Uh, Rey Mysterio and Randy Orton all those years ago where Randy Orton took Rey's spot in, in the WrestleMania match. Um, so, because uh, it's like, oh man, he beat him. He, he's out of WrestleMania. And uh, Teddy only for Teddy Long to be like, oh, I love you, Rey Mysterio. I'm going to give you a kiss. You're back in the match. <laughs> uh, we could see so- we could see something like that, and uh, so I don't know. Either way, Becky's getting in this match. This is all leading to you know, that wacky old road to WrestleMania. We're in the fast lane, WrestleMania, fast lane, fast lane. Uh, I was trying to sing a rap song there, but uh, it didn't work out. Uh, yeah, that's my opinion. Yeah, um, I like Ronda. I've never disliked Ronda Rousey. Um, but K I S S I N G. Ronda is he fine. Doesn't, he doesn't give a darn about your bad reputation. That's all I'm saying. Every point of my family missed graduation. Na, 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 na. Yeah. I watched They Live Again the other night, and I thought Ronda Rousey was amazing in that song. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. She was, she was real good. I didn't even recognize her. Amazing performance. <laughs> that match she had against Nia Jax partway through the movie that lasted like twenty minutes. Yeah. Oh my god, both of them looked crazy, bad, like beaten up. It was just amazing. I just... <laughs> <laughs> she got, she's got such a range. Like... <laughs> Ronda Rousey's Wait, done said... being Mrs. Nice Bitch, so... <laughs> oh, gosh. Please don't, please don't get started on those terrible, like... Screw oh the wounds. Damn the man. Oh, I'm crazy. You a dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm cringing uh, so hard. I said I feel bitch. And, hey, I have to say, I really felt for Ronda, because uh, I read in an interview... Uh, just the other day, that she suffers from apraxia, so she has a legit like uh, like vocal disability, like uh, speech impediment, and uh, so I'm just like, oh dang, that makes me feel kind of bad. Uh, at the same time, uh, that doesn't that doesn't mean what she's saying has to be cringy, you know. So uh, uh, screw the woo, uh, 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 like all that. I, I can't stand it. <laughs> it. It's so cringy. I think other than that, Rhonda's okay on the mic. Uh, I don't think she's as bad as people make her out to be. 
I just wanted to say that um, the the shirts she came out with were very cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. They definitely are. And if you want to get them, go to RondaRousey.com. But please don't. Um, so, um... <laughs> go to WrestlingReverb.com forward slash, uh, oops, I don't know if you have a website, but go to his Twitter at WrestlingReverb and get a t-shirt, probably. Wait, are you allowed to have that many characters in, like, a website URL? <laughs> GoDaddy.com, baby. Was it Candice Michelle on that site? Oh, hey, yeah. GoDaddy.com with the Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, Candice Michelle, next year, probably after Tori Wilson. Oh, Oh, oh my gosh. Don't don't go there. Uh, I have have so many feelings. Candice Michelle's TED Talk is actually really good. Yeah, I watched that. I watched that on YouTube. It was really, really good. I know, I was so shocked. I was surprised. Because I just also, clicked on it. Like, it was just there, and I was like, what is this? And then I watched it, and I'm like, wow, this is really good. Good for you, Candace Michelle. Oh, dang, I didn't know she had a TED Talk. She had, like, the Women's Championship there, and she was talking about how she got injured, and, like, how, like, people call, uh, like, pro wrestling fake, and she's like, blah, blah, blah. It's really good. Look it up. It's Anyone that wants to watch Candace Michelle's TED Talk, it's floating around on YouTube. It's really good. Um, but anyway, sorry, yeah, digression, but yeah, it's a really good show. It's really good, wasn't it? Anyway. Sorry. Yeah, it really is. Um, back to the match, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch. Um, I'll, I'll start with this one because I don't necessarily think that Becky's going to win this match. I still think Becky's going to be in the match at WrestleMania. I just think maybe Ronda gets involved in some way, which allows Charlotte to win and it's almost the opposite of what Ronda wants. So it's more of a, we're going to get Becky in the match, but I just think it's, WWE like to do things just to be unpredictable. So it's too predictable that Becky is winning. Therefore, if Charlotte goes over, people get more mad. And then when Becky finally gets added, it's like, thank God, like we're finally here. But that's just my opinion. Um, Foul, we'll start with you. Um, do you think just it's just, Straight up easier, let's just have Becky win the match. Or do you think there's something more here with Ronda's involvement? See, and what you've just said as your prediction for the match is kind of where I was going with it. I think that Ronda Rousey will get involved. Um, but I think that what I thought that the finish might be is like a double countout or like a fo- just pure disqualification. Just end it on that and then say, well, because of that, we have the next few weeks, maybe the Raw and the SmackDown where Vince comes out and says, wow, I need them both in there. And then that's it. You know, like, I, th- I think that's where we'd go with it. I, I think that it is too obvious for Becky to win, but maybe that's the double swerve, like the super swerve, like yeah. kind of what happened for Rumble. Like, because we expect it, we don't expect to expect it, like the Spanish Inquisition. I so, yeah. Um, Kevin, where do you lie? Is it is it just more so that this is just Becky gonna win? I don't know. Honestly, this this one is tough because, yeah, I think Becky's gonna be in the match at WrestleMania. I think we all pretty much assume that at this point. But there are a couple of different things they could do here. I mean, they could have Becky just win, or like like Faust said, they could have some sort of double DQ, double countout where Ronda comes out, lays waste to everybody. And as a result, they both get added to the match. I, I'm leaning more towards that as a finish, like a double DQ or a double countout, something where Ronda comes out, and then you ultimately get the triple threat at Mania. 
Yeah. Um, Levi, what's your take? I, I'm pretty sure we're all on the same page that this is a triple threat at Mania, but um, how do we get there? Um, well, I, I already touched on it a little bit. Uh, I think uh, Becky goes over in this match one way or the other. Um, but if I may, what if uh, just in align aligning with um, aligning, excuse me, aligning with uh, this whole like Vince McMahon, like oh no no no, this is what I want, like what he's doing right now. What if they play on that and Vince McMahon? He comes out and like orders them to do something ridiculous, like uh, like uh, he's like, "All right, Charlotte, and Becky, have a bra and panties match," and they totally like defy him, and like Stephanie comes out like, "No, women power," stuff like that, and uh, like, what if we see a wrinkle like that? What what if all of this is just culminating to like Vince like losing his mind, or like you know. I think this is all even to Becky winning the title, of course. Uh, but I think we're on the verge of something even greater. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe I'm just no, no, maybe no. I'm just looking too much into it, but I'm just like, that would be really something. No, I think that's really cool, actually. Like you could kind of literally have Becky like re I was gonna say reproduce. Uh, Becky recreate the um, recreate the stone cold angle, basically just go over, suck him in the face, and be all like, "Laters, mate, your your old news with the women's with the women's evolution evolve." Right. <laughs> yeah. And the Batista totally comes out agree. and beats up everyone. Batista oh! comes out and beats up everyone over the age of sixty years old. <laughs> Batista. <hell> yeah. <laughs> I scout retirement homes to look for danger. <laughs> um, I didn't even know how to transition off that one, so I just will do it. Um, overall, fast lane is is certainly fast, and it's certainly revving. Um, but uh, everyone's kind of you guys are all kind of said that. Everything it looks really cool on paper, and I think it's going to be like you, some, you know, Levi's saying it's going to be. We're going to be pleasantly surprised. And I don't know what it is. I just am not feeling this pay per view that much. I'm not saying it's going to be bad, and I don't think there's going to be bad matches. I just, I don't know. I think it's just. I'm just very keen to get to WrestleMania, so I just want to get past Fastlane. I want to speed past it. Uh-huh. Um, Fastlane. Um, um, Fastlane. Room. Sunny day, going past fast lane. On my way to where the air is green. Won't you tell me how to get, how to get to WrestleMania? Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bringing out all my nineties references today. I'm even deeping, going deep into the eighties. It's not easy being green. <laughs> okay, who made that noise and who's going Super Saiyan right it, now? It wasn't me. <laughs> Just cut me on the counter. It wasn't me. How about having on a sofa? It wasn't me. Is it getting louder? Nice. I'm in the thing with the sofa. It wasn't me. 
I was just gonna let. I wasn't gonna interrupt because I was. Just gonna, I was just thinking in my head, how long are these two gonna go with this? I'm just gonna let it play out. I wasn't gonna stop you, um, but that was interesting. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, we haven't talked about how many times Lacey Evans will come out during this pay per view because I hope it's all of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one's probably going to agree with me. Naturally, walks up and down the ramp the entire time. I would, mm. I would, I would pay my money on pay per view to watch that. So you watch your mouths with Lacey Evans, everybody. Wait, is Lacey Evans a walking screensaver? <laughs> oh my god, she's a boomerang on Instagram. <laughs> yes, love it. <laughs> um, damn. Um. <laughs> well then. On that note, um, guys, I appreciate you all coming on, except Kevin, of course, because like last time, I don't got to thank him for shit. I don't got to thank... No, Kevin, I understand you're still under the weather, so um, appreciation to you. Um, So, um, everybody, go around the room, and what do we love about Kevin? Come on, guys. I, I love that Kevin is always here, but he's seen but not heard, and we're on the radio, so we can't see him. Mm. That's right. What about you? Uh, what about you, Levi? <laughs> you love uh, that, Kevin. I love. I love that he walks alone. You know. Mm. <laughs> mm. I'm sick of all these people talking up I was waiting. I was waiting for the guitar to come out. Um, it's, Kevin, it's right. Kevin, you brought it out. Kevin, what do you love about Kevin? He's a good dude. Mm. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. <laughs> oh, jeez, that was great. Best thing about Best thing about Kevin is. Doesn't matter what, <laughs> doesn't matter what older I get, he stays the same age. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Kevin always has these like little one-liners that get me, and it's just like so blunt, and I love it. <laughs> what about blunt? Excuse you. Oh. Whoa. 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 The whole epic show. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Something else. <laughs> Bishop, pay me for this. Red Turban Data. I'm sorry. Uh, I watched uh, a very small portion of uh, GFW or GWN, whatever their video streaming service on YouTube. Uh, RVD versus Sabu, and the whole audience was like, like along with the theme. I'm like, Ew. What the whole forty Ew, people that are in the impact zone? Good job. And there's at least ten extra paramedics for Sabu, so that's sixty. Yep. That's... <laughs> I, I love I love Robert. Yeah, 
<laughs> Sabu is like a uh, foul setup. It just bits of string held together. <laughs> <laughs> he needs help at all at all moments of wrestling. And we both have an uncle that we refer to as the Sheik. So it's all good. Uh, Damn. Uh. We, we went everywhere with this. Um, no Sheik. I mean, is there is there anything else you guys want to chat about? Why you've got the time? Come on. What do you, what do you have, got on your mind? I have something that I really want to talk about. Okay. And I want to know what you guys think. Because, like, am I crazy? Yes. Uh, am, am, I, am I right? <laughs> no matter what. No matter what. <laughs> um, so, uh, like Fowl said earlier, uh, Tori Wilson going in the Hall of Fame. Can we, can we talk about that momentarily? Yeah, sure. Um, I despise the idea of Tori Wilson going in the Hall of Fame. Not for the sake of having a, you know someone in the WWE go in. It's not like it's a celebrity induction. But this means to me, this shows me that anybody can go in. And they're just looking for someone to put on a marquee. Uh, me, me legitimately reviewing the Ruthless Aggression era, I watched Raw and SmackDown every week leading up to the pay-per-views that we, that we watched. And uh, we've been reviewing since June 24th, 2002, and we're on our way to Armageddon 2002, so about six months' worth of uh, WWE programming right there. I've seen Tori Wilson do 90% bikini contests, gravy bowl matches, and that's it. Um, and um, shout-out to, to GG Vision, uh, Nick, um, who, review, who had to review the Royal Rumble 2003 match between... Her and Tom Marie. <laughs> Stepmother uh, versus stepdaughter. Classic. Exactly. He got a taste of what Kyle and I got on our show, the Ruth- Ruthless Aggression Podcast, where I was dumbfounded at their match. Dave Meltzer ended up giving it like a negative star review. Tori Wilson wins with a swing net breaker. You know? Um, I, like, this, this just tells me anybody can get in. I, and people want to make the argument, oh, she was a draw. She was a range draw. You know what? Um, like, here here in America, NFL, about 10 years ago, over, over 10 years ago, there was a player named Jamarcus Russell, okay? Uh, he was a star in college, um, huge guy, had all the potential in the world. Um, he ended up signing, like, a very large contract before he ever had a snap in the NFL. Um so he made he made millions just in his first season without doing anything. Jamarcus Russell was a draw, but he did jack squat for the Raiders. Uh, does he deserve to go in the NFL Hall of Fame? Absolutely not. Uh, so I'm just I hate it. Like I, I think Tori Wilson's a great person. I think she's a great person. I think she's nice, uh, and that she did have a place in the WWE. Uh, that being said, all she had to offer from a talent perspective, was her body. So I think this spits on the face. You know, people want to say, like, the Alexa Bliss segment, that um, that regressed uh, the whole women's evolution. Um, that was like, you know, oh, we're going back to the Attitude Era. Women aren't nothing. People got upset about that. I think this regresses. I think this sends the wrong message. Because Tori Wilson did nothing in the ring. She did nothing. She did nothing to note. Never won a woman's title. Nothing. And that's not... That's not me being subjective, because I'm still waiting on that breakout Tori Wilson match. She did nothing in the ring. All she did was bikini contest, and that is not, that's not me just, you know, shooting off. Like, 
I want to like Tori Wilson. I think she's great. But she did nothing in the ring. She does not deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. What say you guys? This, okay. this is one of the only this is one of the only times where I will agree with Levi 100%. <laughs> like like not 100%, 99.9%. But like can't be 100. What can't be 100. You can't be a perfect 10 like me either. Worked out well for him, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm going to AEW, didn't you know? But like, I, I just, I, I I really, I, I I totally echo those sentiments, and that's exactly what I thought when I heard Tori Wilson going in there. There are so many more deserving women that could go into that. It's almost like they've done it because China's going in as well, and they didn't want her to be the only woman going into the. Um, Hall of Fame this year, and they wanted to kind of just go, well, Tori Wilson's there as well. And, you know, it's, it's a really strange pick. I can understand why the pick was made, like, from a pure marketing point of view. But how do you market Tori Wilson to this audience now, other than, yeah, so it was this trailblazer who, yeah, did loads of... You're going to go through, like, the retrospective of her career, and it's going to be mainly her in a bikini, and it's going to be mainly her in sexually suggestive segments, which was specifically there to titillate the crowd, which were mainly male, and, you know, 18 to 30 males at that period of time. Now the audience is so much more segmented that who are you appealing, who are you actually appealing to with this? Because you're not appealing to any of the real, like, not any of the real, any of the new generation of women's wrestlers who are going to maybe hold her in some kind of high regard, but not as much as a Victoria. Like, why isn't Victoria going? It's a bit of a weird pick. I know that Victoria's resting on the independence at the moment, but that would make a lot more sense to put Victoria in the history she had with, like, Trish and Lita than to put in Tori Wilson, who was a valet who happened to wrestle every now and then and happened to wrestle clothes every now and then. She wasn't... She was the epitome of the fantasy woman created she was like um the chick from weird science she was that like she wasn't a real person for a long long time and by the time that she did become that real person she was ripping off uh ripping off the beautiful people like angle was that lay cool but like there was one point where i remember she brought a little dog out to the ring constantly like this little poodle why was this i don't even remember like that's the things i remember about tori wilson and obviously two other things, but that's another story. Okay. And, like, can can I just uh, debate with you guys? Yeah, go ahead with the. Because uh, we talked about this on the show on Monday a little bit when the announcement first came down. So go ahead, Josh. Um, can can people just uh, take a minute to remember that WWE stands for World Wrestling Entertainment? Tori Wilson was the entertainment aspect of this business. Not every person in the WWE Hall of Fame is the greatest wrestler in the world. I'm not at all going to say that Tori Wilson was that, because she wasn't. However, Tori Wilson is someone that epitomized that era of women in the business. For what she was doing at the time, what WWE wanted out of women... There's not too many women that did that better. Um, The WWE Hall of Fame is not a sports Hall of Fame. It is celebrating people within the WWE that did their job well. And Tori Wilson 
did her job, what she was doing, what she was given, what she was there for, she did that incredibly well. Tori Wilson deserves to be in the Hall of Fame as much as any other woman deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. Tori Wilson was entertainment turned up to 11. She did her job of what she was given very, very well. Um, I know that Kevin will mostly agree with me on that. And I'm not completely, you know, just disregarding what you guys are saying because I understand where you guys are coming from. I get it. You want brilliant wrestlers in the Hall of Fame, and I understand that. But to me, WWE is more than wrestling. WWE are an entertainment company, and Tori Wilson was the entertainment aspect that just happened to sometimes wrestle. I don't ever call Tori Wilson a pro wrestler. She was never a pro pro wrestler. She was a WWE performer. She was a WWE entertainer. And she had countless times where she entertained us. Whether that was just purely through her looks or whatever. And I understand where people are coming from, where you guys are coming from, saying it digresses and stuff like that. But the women's evolution wouldn't have got to where it is today without everybody that step, every woman that stepped foot in the in inside the ring, and every woman that was involved in the company. She was a part of an era that is often looked down upon um, in terms of wrestling skill, but there were some of the biggest characters from that time, and Tori Wilson was one of them. She was the diva of SmackDown. She was that woman um, on SmackDown. If there was at all a women's division on SmackDown, she was the center of it for a long time. Tori Wilson deserves to go in the Hall of Fame just as much as any other woman. Um, Kevin, do you want to add anything to that? I mean, you you said most, you said pretty much all of what I would have said as well. Um, I'll just I'll just add this that the the, the WWE Hall of Fame isn't, in my opinion, it's not that serious. Uh, there's a lot of people in there that are kind of like questionable. I mean, just look at like they have a celebrity wing for God's sakes. It, Tori Wilson made an impact on the business by simply being there. Like she she sold you know she moved the needle. Whether or not it was with her, it wasn't with her wrestling, but it was with her looks and her appearance. I know that's not the message we want to send, but she very very much did have an impact on people tuning in. Like, people wanted to see Tori Wilson. Yep. So I would say that, I would I would say, yeah, she, she can go to the Hall of Fame. I also I also loved Tori Wilson when I was growing up, so. Yeah, I, I was, I, I loved Tori Wilson when I was growing up. I saw Tori Wilson live um, at a SmackDown taping, like, this random SmackDown taping I went to back in, like, 2006. Maybe before that, actually. And I remember seeing her there, and I was like, she's not bad. Yeah, like she isn't what I'm kind of, I'm more, and I, this is the whole, it not being a step back, but it does, and I think it sends the wrong message that she does encapsulate, a t- she is like a time capsule, like she doesn't age either, which is incredible, but she's like, she's like a time capsule for that time. I mean, it's people like her and say Stacey Keebler, people would argue over that only because it feels like this would have been a really good Hall of Fame entry about two years ago, three years ago. But now it feels a little bit weird. It just feels strange because she could wrestle. And maybe I wanted to add one thing is that she was a good wrestler. She learned, 
She learned to become a better wrestler. In that match that GG Vision watched, the person in that match that had a good match was Tori Wilson. Like, she wasn't as bad as Dawn Marie. Dawn Marie, if Dawn Marie was in the Hall of Fame, yeah, then what the hell's going on? Number one, she's still wanted for Al's murder. Like, and I don't, you know, like... Al, oh, Al. Wake up, honey. I've had that whole... I had to... I remember that was the period of time when I was watching wrestling, when I had to constantly explain why what I was watching wasn't softcore porn. (laughs) To various people, so many times, yeah, so well, many obviously, times. Obviously, because Al Wilson yeah. is a real stunner. He is just a beautiful man. He's yeah. a man. He's certainly a man. a man. He's a man. Now you're a man, a man, man, man. Now you're a man, a man, a man, a man. Yeah, I. Uh, now you're a man. I just, I just, for me, I, it's a very strange pick. <laughs> I can understand why. And that's the thing. I don't give any, and it is the entertainment. And I think that's the point, Josh. You're right. You're absolutely right. It is world wrestling entertainment. And of the entertainers, when you think back to that period of time and you speak to people that watched in that kind of time and you go, like, who, who do you know? Tori Wilson will be on that list somewhere yeah. that someone will mention. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, just echoing echoing off that, um, like, yeah, she was entertaining. Um, you know, like, I'm not going to deny that she was. Uh, for me, the criteria for Hall of Fame, like, you don't have to be a world-class wrestler. Like, I think Rikishi was way more entertaining. Uh, he was solid in the ring, but, like, what's, what's the standout Rikishi match? I think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, I'm a little peeved that he didn't acknowledge too cool, but, hey, that's another story. Uh, Good but, idea. But the criteria, uh, World Wrestling Entertainment, one, you have to be in the world. You can't be, you know, the universal thing is going to muddy some waters down the road, of course. Uh, uh, but you have, for me, you have to be a good wrestler and you have to entertain. Like Eddie Guerrero, of course he goes in the Hall of Fame. Like he went immediately, as, as soon as possible. Uh, someone like that. Someone like Shawn Michaels. Um, like, uh, like the Bushwhackers, they're very questionable. I don't know if I ever would have put them in the Hall of Fame. Those things, those sorts of things happen, and sometimes it's things that we can't see. We don't get the full picture of. Um, like uh, Hillbilly Jim, he was another one. I'm like, what? What the heck did he ever do? Uh, and some people are like, well, you know, he did this and that. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I guess I could see your point. But Tori Wilson, man, never had it in the ring. Uh, and I would even go further to say that. Uh, Tori Wilson uh, is going in on entertainment. It's like, well, how was she entertaining? She showed off her body. Um, And I don't think anyone can dispute me on that as far as her time in the WWE. Uh, So we're we're putting in a wrestler, a single entrant, mind you, into the Hall of Fame based on her body, what she did with her body, showed off her body. And yet we're so reluctant to put China in there. You know... I think it sends the complete wrong message. Um, and I would also go a step further to say that um, a lot of what we see with the women's evolution happened as a result of what was going on in the world. Um, you know, uh, a step for more progressive uh, viewpoint and stuff. And so, you know, people could look at the product and be like, hey, they're treating their women like crap. And a lot of it was damage control because if no one said a word, 
that night where it was the Bellas versus Paige and I forget who it was. I was actually there for that Raw. Emma. Um, Emma. Emma, yeah. Emma. Oh, can't forget those Aussies. Uh, if if no one had said a word to this day, we'd still be getting the same thing. Because that's what Vince knows. That's what Kevin Dunn knows. And that's what they think will sell. Uh, so um, I just think it sends the wrong message. And uh, like I said, you know, I think Tori is a great person. And, uh, and that's not to say I don't respect. Like, I totally see where you're coming from, Josh. So I see where you're coming from, Kevin. But I just think it sends the complete wrong message. I understand it. Don't worry. Um, but um, as we kind of close down, um, I just got an email that I won two tickets to fighting with my family. So that's kind of Is that the so universal I, one? I, I, uh, I, won, I, won, I got two tickets to a double pass next Tuesday. So um, at 6.30 p.m. So I'm going to call my sister after this and we're probably going to go and watch Fighting With My Family next week. So that's exciting. I thought I was your plus one. Uh, yeah, if you want to fly over, be my guest. But, um, you know, it's been out in the U.S. for like a, three weeks. Like, the hell? It doesn't it's come out, out until the 21st been out, here. It's been out here for like a week. Uh, I need to go and see it. Um, I just haven't had a chance. It's been one week since you looked at me. Ooh, that's a one week. Hell yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, so that's kind of nice. I won that little competition, so I'm happy. Congrats. I just got yeah, the email man. there, and I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to go and watch this. Um, so, um, on that note, uh, Fowl, what's coming up for you? What have you got on the horizon for things when you get your internet back? Um, where can we find you? <laughs> Plug away. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. I'll find a <laughs> I'm sorry, it's funny. <laughs> no, it is. It's it's true. It's true. Okay, so I found out very briefly that this is like breaking news. So I should. I'm looking at. I'm basically sat by the router right now, and I'm waiting for this light to come back on. Uh, the light should apparently come back on sometime tomorrow. When I do have internet back, you can find me on Twitter at foul underscore original. You can also find me on the YouTube's youtube.com slash foul original wrestling. This Sunday, we'll be watching Fast Lane. Of watch along, which will be starting at about ten thirty p.m. GMT, and you'll be able to join me as I try to hopefully figure out how the internet is working. And we will also have a hot take, hot take roundtable directly after. Two names have been announced: that is Smark and Friends from the Smark and Friends podcast, and the Queen of Ne. No yike, um, she's going to be joining as well. And I've got one more name to announce. I haven't got their confirmation, otherwise I'd exclusively do it now. Um, and also, uh, you can join me every Wednesday and Sunday when I have internet at 8pm GMT for the weekly wrestling recap. <laughs> almost at episode 90, no, almost at episode 100. If we'd done this week's, I would have been at episode 94. Um, and it's also, very quickly, March Madness. It's Fal Original's third birthday, so I've got some giveaways and stuff happening up in the next few weeks. Cool, cool, cool. Um, but don't do any of that because Fowl has no internet. Um, now, um, Check out my podcast. <laughs> now, Fowl, did you know you've got some competition with that watch-along now? Because WWE are doing it. Um, they're doing uh, watch-alongs now. Mm. Oh, you know what? They can, they can kiss every part of my ass. Damn. Oh, don't, wow. they, don't we already do that voluntarily? Or is that just me? Um... So, um, <laughs> uh, Levi, what have you got coming up on the horizon? Um, 
what's going on with you? Where can we find you and your podcast? Oh. That was terrible, oh, by man. the way. That was a terrible, <laughs> like, intro. Do it again! I'm sorry. <laughs> the almighty oh. Levi. Uh, well, uh, after that rousing introduction, um, <laughs> I, I just want to say... Um, we have a podcast uh, when we have internet, <laughs> which is all the time. <laughs> all the time. It's really released by a direct mail to your house. <laughs> we got moving pictures, darn it! Um, no, um, so over at the Ruthless Aggression podcast, Kyle and I are gearing up for Armageddon 2002, the very last pay per view of the year 2002. And we're going to roll into one of my favorite years in wrestling, 2003. I'm actually starting a collection of DVDs because, uh, you know, from that year, they have like, the, um, what's it called? Uh, the side creates like a giant picture. So I'm starting to collect the actual DVDs and watch those. Uh, so I'm ex- that's just a little side note for you. Um, but Kyle and I actually got together last week uh, and we've never recorded like in person. So it was it was interesting. We uh, we recorded a special bonus episode that'll be coming up after Armageddon. So um, tune in anywhere you find a podcast. That's the Ruthless Aggression podcast, and you can find it anywhere that you find your podcast. Cool, go do that. But I'm um, foul can't again because he has no internet. Um, so um, <laughs> I go outside and I say, "Please, sir, can I have some internet?" And people just pass me over, like hotspot me for like ten minutes. Foul's <laughs> just set up in Starbucks or something. <laughs> like, sir, we're closing. We're closed, sir. You're at the wrong place. <laughs> then he's in Walmart for some reason. <laughs> They got free Wi-Fi, why not? I'm hanging outside of McDonald's every now and then because you get free Wi-Fi. <laughs> no joke, I saw a guy one time have a whole gaming setup and he was playing like Fortnite or something in the McDonald's. Oh, that was, was me. crazy. That was me. <laughs> if you go to twitch.tv slash wrestlingreverbgames, you can see, I'll uh, let you know what's coming up at McDonald's when I'm there. Um, Reverb Royale. Oh, damn. You're giving me all the You're ideas. Again, I'm two. taking credit That's for that. Two. I'm taking credit for all of this, and I'll delete this part of the podcast. I don't care. I'll cut That's it out. Fine. You know what? That's fine, because we're friends, and I will gladly give that to you. Okay. Oh. Um, oh. Kevin, yeah, Kevin um, over there. <laughs> Kevin, are, are you still there? Are you still with us, Kev? I'm still here. I don't know how. So, um, oh, wait, so I know here. how, because he has internet. Um... So Kevin, oh, it's never not funny. <laughs> Kev, and I'm gonna lose internet connection. <laughs> oh damn! You already have. Um, the strings so Kevin, are ripping um, apart. The internet is going away. <laughs> Kev, what do you got coming up? Anything cool coming up with you? Man, I'm right here, man. I, that's all. That's what I got. Uh, just keep tuning into the Wrestling Reverb podcast. We're doing uh, Reverb Rewind soon. I, I imagine I'll be making those uh, selections pretty soon. Ooh, yeah. As for the blog, you can find me. You can find the blog at thelastbloggerstanding.wordpress.com. You can find me on Twitter at Kevin C. Wrestling. Um, I don't have any like big things coming up on the horizon yet. I have some ideas in the works maybe, but they're not fully formed yet. And I'll, I'll be, just stick to my Twitter and I'll keep you posted on what's going on. Yes, so um, 
Make sure you follow Kevin on Twitter at Kevin C Wrestling because the next lot of Reverb Rewind selections will be coming up very, very shortly and it will be on Kevin's Twitter page. So everyone's going to go to Kevin's Twitter and vote there. Um, me and Kev next week will do a Fastlane recap, of course, um, for next week's episode and stick to some other things for some um, cool stuff coming up. Um, but other than that... Um, <coughs> You all want to give you all want to give everyone listening a nice big goodbye. All of you guys, treasure your internet, for it can be taken away from you like that. Mm. <laughs> True words have never been spoken. Um, Levi, how do you want to say goodbye to everyone today? It's all about the money. <laughs> He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. Damn. Damn. Good night, universe. And Kev, how do you want to say goodbye? Can you follow that? He's gonna... Oh, no, I can't follow that. That's... <laughs> Don't follow yes, through. you can. Come on. What Come the on, hell? Kev. Um, You're Kevin. You're Kevin. Of uh, course you can. All I gotta say... Buy the merch, baby. Buy the merch and show me the money. Show me you talk about money. Show me the money. Buy our merch. Yeah, honestly. Okay. Well, um, I'm not following any of that, so you can just go away from us. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. If you don't have you... internet, it's easier. Yeah. Well, oh, wait. If you don't, be foul. You help me get into that. Go to forwrestlingtees.com/slash/foul. Yeah, it's on the internet. Something I can't access right now. But you guys can get it. So it's great. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. We'll catch you guys next time. This has been a real fun time. Peace out.